from the world of sports to the world of pop culture and beyond, it's Step 1, Learn Sports. Now, your hosts, Brittany Wench and Avery Harder. Hello and welcome to Step 1, Learn Sports, the podcast bridging the gap between pop culture and sports. I'm Brittany Wench. I'm Avery Harder. We got producer Arby with us and uh, we're going to have a special guest on with us in a little bit. But first up, me and Brittany had a huge day, and we're going to have to dive right into we it. We did. It was so, so, so exciting. Um, okay, so I think, first of all, living in Nashville, I think we're super fortunate that we have um, just these huge artists that at our disposal, at our fingertips, anywhere we turn, and I think working where we work and in the industry that we work, we're very fortunate that um, we get to experience the things we get to experience with um, such huge country music artists. So um, we had... Uh, Lady Annabellum came in studio today and they were absolutely, they came down to our performance studio and they were absolutely magical. I, I turned over to Avery and I was like, they're playing, they were showcasing their new album, which comes out on November 15th called Ocean. And let me tell you, I have not, I don't remember the last time I have been so moved by, by a song. I have mean, have you ever seen them perform live before? I, you know what? It's so funny. So I used to work over at the Opry and I don't think that I ever saw them when they were at the Opry. I don't know that they play it too often. I know Charles Kelly, the co-lead singer has, he did a pretty long stint there whenever he was doing some solo stuff, but them as a group, I don't know that they've played it as much as one might think were how yep. big they've been for the last, they, they're a band formed in 2007. So. 12 years. I mean, well, it's the same thing with Luke Bryan. I don't think he's played. You know, you think about people that are anybody who's anybody in country music has played at the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. And I, I truly, I don't, I think this is the first time. And Avery and I were, so it was this tiny little studio. I want to say that the performance studio fits, I mean, what would you say, like 60, 70 people max? Yeah, whenever we're like inviting people, even when we're doing like a live broadcast on there, we cap it at 60 and then overflow for staff. Yeah, so. it is. And it's it's tiny. It's a little stage. It's in the corner. But it's, I mean, it's very well. Um, the, the aesthetics are, are, are beautiful. It's in the corner. It's kind of got like a um, a brick backdrop. And then um, they had um, the three of them up there. And then they had their guitarist in the back. And first they played four cuts from the song. And the title track, Ocean, they played for um, that the, the produced portion of it, yeah. played that for us. And then the band came out and they sang three cuts from their album live. And then they did an interview afterwards. And I, I, I think if you haven't seen them live, their vocals, their the way that they mesh, the texture of their voices just blends so well and it sounds just like it does on the album would you recognize any of them if you saw them out like at Publix I I would you know this is probably what a lot of people say I would recognize Charles Car Charles Kelly and I would recognize well, he's like Hillary six five I know I mean, I how yes. could you miss him I know you can't really miss him and he has that very distinct like Nashville look yes. to him um but I don't think I would recognize their the third member Dave, would you be Dave. picking up your buffalo chicken dip while you're at Publix Avery I would, would be. be. I Avery would, would be. be. I actually, I think last episode may have been the first time that I didn't say Publix in an episode. So, not that Gotta they're a sponsor, but right? that kind of drops my uh, my intel on for them. Um, have you seen celebrities out? Which because everyone, all my friends back in Florida or my family in Arkansas, they always ask, "Oh, have you met Thomas Red? Have you met Tim McGraw? Who have you met? Who do you see out?" And I'm like. I mean, I see some of them at the bars, but I, my Uber, when I first moved here three years ago, told me that Reba goes to my Walgreens. Oh my God. 
gosh. And I've yet to see her there. <laughs> so that actually is a perfect setup because that's something that I really want to get into with our guest that we have here with us mm-hmm. in the studio. We teased it a little bit because we hosted the Michaels and Mueller show last night. Um, in case you missed it, it's podcasted and you can find it on Step One Learn Sports. Um, either on Apple Podcasts or on 104.5 The Zone. So just scroll down a little bit on what you're listening to right now, and you'll probably find it. Um, because I do have a couple stories there, but I think that our guest might have some too, because she, that's a little hint, um, she is um, a uh, has, has lived in Middle Tennessee, but also in East Tennessee also. So I think she may have some that she can offer. Um, okay, that, I mean, it was... Super exciting. I remember leaning over to you when we were watching Lady Antebellum and just being like, this is so cool. They're fantastic. I mean, this this year alone, we've had Keith Urban and Tim McGraw do the same sort of album preview for us and for listeners that come in that have won contests. And it's it's one of the cooler things that we get to do working in the radio industry. It so really if you're is. looking to get into an industry, radio is the one to be in. Radio is very cool. Um, should we get into some news? I think we have to. Okay, let's get into I think I actually think we have to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do the skinny. All right, NBA officially tipped off last night with some notable headlines. Zion's out for six to eight weeks, and the Clippers won the first matchup of the year against the Lakers. So we were filling in for Michaels and Mueller when the Pelicans-Raptors tipped. We talked about how the highly anticipated NBA debut of Zion Williamson will be put on hold because he underwent that surgery on his knee on Monday to repair a torn lateral meniscus, which sounds absolutely terrible. Poor him and uh, Patrick Mahomes, which we'll get to a little bit later. Um, But the Raptors came out on top without Kawhi Leonard. And then later that night, the Clippers beat the Lakers with Kawhi Leonard. Have you seen the viral video going around on Twitter about him? Oh, about Kawhi? Kawhi? No, I haven't. Yeah, they were doing all the player introductions, and then they did an interview with him, and all he says is, oh, hey, hey, hey. And everyone's doing like, <laughs> when your dad sees you and your brother roughhousing, and then it throws that in there. It is fantastic. It's <laughs> the best thing to come out of NBA Twitter so far, and it's only one day in. That's like the Kylie Jenner. Uh, Rise and shine. shine. Nationals won the first game of the World Series last night against the Houston Astros 5-4. to four. They will play the best of seven for this World Series. The first person to win four games wins. And the next game is today at 7.07, which isn't that the exact same time that it played last night, too? I I think it was 7.08 last night, so very specific. minute ahead. Okay. Dennis Rodman charged with battery after allegedly slapping a man at a Florida bar. So this was a very interesting story because the headline makes it sound a lot different than what a couple of the stories are that I've read. This is an incident that happened back in May of this year. And apparently the guy, the the guy who's pressing charges was talking to a man who was standing directly behind Dennis Rod Dennis, like I'm on a Dennis. first name basis <laughs> with him, um, talking to um, somebody who was standing directly behind Dennis Rodman at the bar and said that in the middle of the conversation, it wasn't um, provoked or anything, but Dennis turned around and slapped him and slapped him twice, I think he said. But then wow. in one interview, the guy says that Dennis Rodman apologized profusely to him and even asked him to go to dinner like he didn't mean to. But then he didn't decide to press charges until the next morning when he woke up and saw that his face was swollen. But then in another article, a police officer says that he didn't notice that his face was swollen or anything. So um, it right now, it's just a misdemeanor charge. This goes back to the celebrity of it all. I exactly. mean, yes. Yeah. If you have that tied to you, people are probably going to sue you more often than they would sue a regular person. Right. So it could have been a case of like he just turned around and uh, arms flailing. Who knows? I, mean, I don't I'm know. There. Yeah. Florida but, bar. Yeah. Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. was fined $14,000 for not wearing pants that covered his knees in their game this past weekend. And he's complaining about it is the thing that's getting under my skin. Like, 
Okay, so he's complaining that you're fining us for all this stuff, but at the same time, there's a reason it's called a uniform, because everyone is supposed to look the same. And he's like, he's saying, his argument is that these pants coming down over my my knees aren't going to protect my knees. And my argument is, okay, but you're playing in the NFL, and it's a uniform, and everyone is supposed to look the same. They have to have, like, you have to have rules for something, like... you're, you're part of this huge organization. Why can't you just follow the rules? He was also just warned, uh, was it last week, for wearing his watch, saying that he couldn't wear that yeah. like, huge expensive watch. And then he also got into a fight with, um, shoot, what was that one? He was fined the same amount of money. Marlon Humphrey from uh, the Ravens cornerback. Mm-hmm. He just got in a fight with him and was charged that much, uh, $14,037. He would not have done well in Catholic school with all the rules no, with your no. uniforms and <laughs> highlights in your hair and makeup and nail polish and earrings and anything and everything. No, you got a detention if your shirt was untucked. So I think he would probably <laughs> like that a lot better. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes out of practice today just six days after dislocating his kneecap. He was originally expected to be out a minimum of three weeks. So, and the, being out a minimum of three weeks was the best possible scenario for him. Um, head coach Andy Reid said that uh, the uh, possibility of him playing on Sunday against the Packers is a real possibility, um, which is kind of a bummer for me because I already made my uh, picks for this week and I actually chose the Packers over the Chiefs just because I knew that uh, Patrick Mahomes was not going to be playing. So he may be. U.S. Women's National Team superstar Alex Morgan has announced that she's pregnant with her first child that's due in April, just three and a half months before the 2020 Olympics kickoff in Tokyo. Um, it's a really beautiful argle. Ar- ar- oh. My goodness gracious. You need to do some like uh, stretches ah, with ah. something. Yeah, warm-ups. Um, it's a beautiful article in uh, the People magazine. So she is married to Major League Soccer player. And I'm going to butcher his name. I know it, but it's Servando Carrasco, yeah, I think. That's right. Um, they got married on New Year's Eve 2014. They took some really sweet beach photos showcasing her little bump. Um, she says, oh, and it's going to be, it's a girl. Yes, um, it is a girl. And uh, she says that she is the best World Cup gift that she could have gotten. How precious. I will get into this with our guest, but I'd like to see if she makes it on the World Cup Team 1 because there's qualifying right. games and everything coming up before that. And I want to know, or not the World Cup, the Olympics. Yes. And I want to know what that looks yeah, like, like for she- her and her training and everything involved in that. Yes, because our guest actually played soccer at a very competitive collegiate level. I did know that. D1 school here in uh, in Nashville. So, um, Emily Proud, the sports anchor and reporter for WKRN News Channel 2. Welcome, Emily. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is awesome. I gotta say, this is kind of an embarrassing little anecdote here, but I'm a big fan of News Channel 2, mostly because they had um, uh, do you remember TGIT where they would have um, Grey's Anatomy? On first. Yes. Oh, so it's ABC. I was just about to yes. ask what the affiliate yeah, was. ABC Scandal. Affiliate. Yes. Oh. How to get away with murder. Right. I love that. Yes. Show. So then how God, to get. Shonda how, runs my life. I'm how, telling you. How to get away with murder ended and then it was news two at 10 and, and my roommates and I would sit down and watch this and they had Eric Egan and Samantha Fisher and they would do these mm-hmm. funny little lead-ins and we were like we have to watch the local news we have to there was this one story about uh, and you know they flashed for like a quick 10 seconds right before it came back to it was like the 10 minute mark until news two at 10 started and Eric Egan said um dozens of mailboxes destroyed from winter storm more news two at 10 and I got the biggest kick out of it just because it was like Nashville, winter storm, mailboxes. Hysterical. Probably a light yeah, flurry came in. I'm sure schools got canceled. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, no this, more bread in the city. This no town gone. shuts down. It's shut down for a threat 
of tornadoes once. We got to have a half day and we got a pool day out of it because not a single raindrop fell from the sky. What are you complaining about then? I'm not. Sounds like a great day. (laughs) I just think it's ridiculous because in Florida, a hurricane comes, unless it's a Category 5 coming right at your shore, you're going to school or you're throwing a party, one or the other. Um, Okay, so Emily, you have seen such amazing success so far in your career. You're so young. You were named the top 30 sportscaster under 30 in 2018 by Sportscasters Talent Agency of America. You graduated from Belmont, but that was a school that didn't have a broadcasting program. No, no. They have a great journalism program, but it was almost better that they didn't have broadcasting because I thought what you were supposed to do was go to a Syracuse or a Mizzou or a Northwestern. But I learned that if nobody's in your way, you kind of get to do whatever you want. So, I mean, it's 2019. Every school has good equipment and, and has the capabilities to broadcast, um, as opposed to having a professor teach me. I did a lot of internships and kind of just made it up as I went along. And I didn't have to wait till I was like a senior to get on the anchor desk because I was the only one wanting to get on the anchor desk. So it was almost better in that way. Was that your original major or are you like me and Brittany who started out <laughs> in the medical field and she ended up as a teacher and I ended up in broadcast journalism? Interesting. Um, yeah, very well, I mean, <laughs> broadcasting was, was never what I wanted to do. Um, I grew up around production. Uh, my dad has always worked in production as a writer and a director. Yeah. So um, I was always around cameras. So I love that sort of thing. Um, but initially, I just wanted to be a sports feature writer. Okay. Because um, a lot of the athletes that I talk to have just incredible stories. And that's yes. my favorite part about sports is they don't just battle on the field. Chances are, if there's something going on in their personal lives, they attack it with just as much gusto as they do out on the field. So I was like, okay, I, I just want to be a feature writer. Um, but I did like to shoot, so I said, okay, maybe I can do some documentaries, that sort of thing. But being in front of the camera was never anything that I was ever interested in until, of course, a professor was like, you know, if you want to get into this field, if you want to get, if you want to become more marketable and you want people to hire you, you have to be more well-rounded. So just try it. And then I learned that it was just another way to tell the story, yeah. and another way that I could um, kind of in- insert my opinion and insert um my style of storytelling was by physically and, um, and uh, just telling the story in that way. Would dream job for you be the Rinaldi stories on college game day, telling those stories that just yeah, Jen Lada has been doing all. some awesome stories. I, I this, think I cried to one yesterday. This year has been great. Like, yeah, college game day, they got it right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, Emily, you were a reporter and an anchor for WATV. W-A-T-E. Yes, like water without the R. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Um, The ABC affiliate in Knoxville, Tennessee, covering all things Vols uh, from 2016 to 2018, right before you came here. Yes. Um, While you were there, wasn't that when Pat Summit passed? So were you covering that while you were there? Yeah, that was... was, What was that like? Two weeks after I started. Um, And it wasn't just starting a job. It was starting my first job. And it was a major story. I mean, I... I still have all the photos that I took of, you know, like CNN and ABC and NBC all lined up. And I was just kind of doing my thing. Um, luckily, my job for the day was basically be photog. So what they did was the, the coolest thing. UT did an incredible job of handling all of this. They essentially set up a, a press conference area and then just let people, former players, coaches, people that were impacted by Pat just kind of go through the washing and just oh and speak to all of us. And so I sat there for like six or seven hours just listening to stories. I would love that. Weeping, and it probably. was amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was in, it was incredible. It was, of course, very stressful because, you know, you're on deadline. You're trying to turn yes. that. You're not just shooting it and yeah. like watching it and listening to all the great stories. You're you're working, too. But 
Um, it was also kind of a personal thing for me, too. I, I didn't just work in Knoxville. I grew up in Knoxville. I went to school with Pat Summit's son, Tyler. Um, she would come to our school and speak about leadership a lot. And, of course, oh. as someone, I'm sure you guys understand, not just someone that plays sports, but someone that works in the sports field, a lot yeah. of that is because of Pat. Oh, big so, time. And, and they encouraged us, too, which is great. Our local news station encouraged us to kind of use, um, use those stories and, and use the personality of what she meant to us. So that was my first time getting to be on air with um, with everything going on with Pat Summit because, of course, we brought out the big guns. It was the main anchors, and everybody <laughs> yeah. was out there, and um, not a lot of you know field reporters. We were kind of just doing behind-the-scenes stuff. We, we live anchored from there. Um, but they brought me on to talk about what it was like being a female athlete and how Pat paved the way for that. So th- it was great that they encouraged me to, to add that personality to it because it's impossible to report on that story without saying I, I wouldn't be here without her. Wouldn't it be nice for the Vols to still be as good and dominant when they were during her uh, yeah. era there? Like I assume nice. you're from Knoxville, so you must be a giant oh, yeah. Vols fan. Like, oh my gosh, ride or have... die, even if you'd rather not ride anymore. Yeah, like, it's difficult. Honestly, covering the team made it easier to be a fan because I had to separate myself. I couldn't yeah. be because, oh my God, I would, I would have gotten fired if I had to say. I went through the Butch Jones season where they didn't win a single SEC game. I went through all of that. So if I was able to be a fan, um, yeah, I probably would have been fired. But yeah, I have so many pictures of me as a kid with Lady Vols stuff. I used to go ball girl and on the sidelines for some of the Lady Vols soccer games. That's and, awesome. Um, so that was, it was an incredible experience to be able to go back and, and see it from a different perspective and, be more impartial, not not care too much. Or my heart would have been <laughs> I wish someone broken. would tell me to stop caring about my sports teams uh, for yeah. a professional reason. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yes. So you kind of ping-ponged a little bit. So you grew up in Knoxville, mm-hmm. went to school out here in Nashville, moved back to Knoxville yeah. for a job. Yeah, I don't get out much. <laughs> I just stay on this half of Tennessee pretty much. <laughs> right, and it's like I, the tweet that you that you put out that you're coming back here to, to Nashville, you were like, I'm coming west, kind of. Sort of, just sort a little of, bit, a little bit, like a little bit, two and a half hours, just back to Nashville. Well, so at um, WKRN at News Channel Two, you cover Vols and Titans. Are those your two main? Probably, yeah. Okay. Those are the ones that it, and a lot of our coverage is dictated on what our news producers prefer, and those are just the two hot button topics here in Nashville. Of course, Preds as well is right up there. The Titans are definitely a hot topic, especially mm-hmm. after this last week. So this past weekend was the first weekend that we saw Ryan Tannehill over Marcus Mariota, um, not because of injury. You know, backup yeah. wasn't playing for him because of injury. Did you see this coming when they acquired Tannehill? Like, was this something you saw kind of brewing? Like, were you kind of prepared to report on this? What was your thought? I didn't think he would take over for Mariota not playing well. I thought he would take over from Mariota being injured. I think a lot of us thought that, especially too with how the season started out with all those sacks and he was on his butt for most of the start of the season. So, yeah. um, yeah, you kind of saw that coming down the pike, but not this necessarily. I mean, I, I think we all thought that Mariota would kind of turn it on this year in a contract year. So that's, you know, kind of the unfortunate part about it. And of course, growing up in Tennessee, you're a little bit of a Titans fan too. My husband owns a shirt. This is, Mariota, but instead of Oda, it's a goat, so it's Marigota, and like, so he was all upset, and so it, it is, it is kind of, and I think people who cover the Titans too, not necessarily take it personally, but it is kind of a little bit of a setback as far as this is the guy that they drafted, this is kind of a guy that you root for too, and, um, so yeah, I wasn't, I was prepared to say Ryan Tannehill is coming in for Marcus Mariota, who broke his leg or something like that, (laughs) um, God forbid, but, 
Not not necessarily in this way, but it seems to have paid off. <laughs> you got to get your husband a Tana Thrill shirt. Yes. Is that Sign a thing? Up. I've decided to trademark it. I think that's you what do? they okay. did it in Miami. Okay. And one of my friends grew up a Dolphins fan, which I only know one Dolphins fan. I didn't and it's know him. They existed. I didn't either, especially <laughs> after this year. But he keeps texting me and says, Tana Thrill's in the game. And I'm like, I'm at the game. So is that what Dolphin so fans are like getting excited about this season? I think is that so. like the one... Yeah, they Red don't have much going they on. They've the- literally tried to trade away every major player they yeah. could want to develop into a franchise player there. So now they get excited for where their players go. Okay. Maybe the Titans are getting more fans out of it. That's something. Um, you mentioned your husband. The two of you have an adorable little yeah. Frenchie, Alvin. Yes. On your... uh of your, pride and joy. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I think anybody who has a dog does this, but it's so adorable. It, on your uh, your Instagram bio, it says, uh, dog mom to Alvin. Yes. So cute. <laughs> He's a little Frenchie. I mean, I, Avery and I... Uh, Avery, not Avery and I. Avery and her boyfriend do this thing that... <laughs> It sounds what? like you're about to say something really strange, but no. every time we see a dog, we take a picture and text it to each other. Right. Aww. We're like, we're not together. It's like, it's like, okay, like, bye. I love you. Make sure you send me any pictures of dogs that you yes. see when we're not together. Do you have a dog? No. So is that how you kind of, this is how, this is how we cope. So okay. I have a dog, my parents' house, mm-hmm. his sister that lives here has two dogs. Anytime he's there, I get about 900 pictures, but anytime we see one, I mean, I used to dog sit for one of my old roommates Knox, one of my favorite dogs in Nashville. We spent a lot of time together, but I don't have a dog, but I do stalk your dog. Okay. Why is his name (laughs) Alvin? Is it chipmunk related? No. So Alvin Kamara? Yeah. I knew. uh, (laughs) Oh, I didn't think of that first. Yeah, it's it's Alvin Kamara. So that was my husband's favorite football player. I loved covering him at UT. He was just an absolute joy to talk to. Um, So much personality and so we were like, okay, and it's a cute name it's too. A cute it's name my for a dog. my favorite thing is in life is when people and I I'm not this is not hyperbole. This is my favorite thing in life <laughs> is when people name their dogs human names. Oh, like a Kevin, I totally agree. Yes, and there's like a little cat that's named yeah. Kevin Come or on, Kevin. One of uh, Alvin's good friends is William. Um, oh. And I just, I love it. I think it's the most adorable thing in the world. I like, actually sport William. champ. No, right. no, yeah, like Bob, Max. I'm over the Roberts. Maxes and yeah. the. Jake's, yeah. Yeah. even Jake's a human name, but the, no, it's been it's, it's been so dog worn out. It's been used. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big Eminem fan, and so my dream is to get like a a white dog, whether it's fluffy or a tiny little French. I think a little French, a little white French bulldog would be adorable, and call him Marshall. Oh. That would be. I cute. know. I really hope I've just given given everybody the idea. One to of do my that best now, friends so. just got a Boston Terrier named Elmer. Oh Ooh. yeah. Oh, and he's I'm obsessed cutest. with him, and he's like the size yeah. of my orca that's sitting in front of me. He is fresh out the womb. I think seven weeks old and elmer is just the cutest name in the world i want to name myself so elmer so everybody thinks alvin is a boston terrier because he's colored he does look just like, one. like yes. one yeah but i feel and like his ears and like the boxiness you can See, tell that he's not thing too i mean he's pretty skinny for a frenchie um he's like 30 pounds and like tall yeah so we think like and we have had people say that he's a what's it called a frenchton oh. that's like a boston and a frenchie that's actually mariota has two frenchtons Fun fact, um, but that it looks just like Alvin, and so you know people always joke with me like you got a rip off. It's, you know, <laughs> it's two dogs together. They lied to you. What's strange to me them, is what we were talking about earlier is that we see all these country artists around and anything, but I feel like we don't see any athletes no, out. No, never. I don't see any Titans out. I don't see any Preds. I wouldn't know a sounds player if he was sitting right next to no. me. <laughs> anything like that? Like I won. 
Do they go out in Brentwood? What do they do? You have an inside scoop? Know. What do they do in their spare time? Where is Derrick Henry? Where are the football like, players? You would notice them if they I were think, around. I think actually Derrick Henry lives right down the street because my oh. my friend lives in an apartment. She said she saw him one time, but you know I've I've never. The only Titans player I think I've seen is Eric Decker, and it was after yeah. he had retired because I think his wife's store is like yeah, right it's down the right road. in the Gulch. But I would consider him a country music star, even though I know he's obviously an athlete, but. Yeah. He's now Jesse James Decker's husband. Pretty much. Since yeah. he's that's, retired. That's and what it's just, just like Jay Cutler. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Kristen Cavallari's husband. Yes. No longer himself. But it, it surprises me that being in Nashville, we really don't yeah. see them out. Well, I think that's amazing. I was I, I was too. thinking about this the other day, um, unfortunately, with the Vols and uh, Jarek Garantano. Poor, poor kid. <laughs> poor kid. He had himself a day. Yeah. And I think about it. And like, if if somebody on the Titans has a bad Sunday or, or fumbles and loses the game, they can just go kind of like hide out. Yeah. What He's in like math class the next I know, day. Yeah, what is that yeah. like? He is in the library. He's on campus. Oh my in gosh. The gym. I can't even imagine. And it's, that he's on that. campus with all of the fans. Who hate him. Who hate him. <laughs> yeah. Walking to and from class. Yeah. I mean, he you could probably have Titans players walk around Nashville sometimes and not get recognized. Yeah. But if you're on UT's campus and you're the quarterback that just fumbled in the end zone, yeah, you don't. You're going to get recognized. I think there's only a few Titans. Taylor Lewan, I would notice. Derrick Henry because of his hair. Mm-hmm. Mariota, Logan Ryan, just because yeah. he's around. Oh, I think I saw Logan Ryan at Sunday one time. He was sitting outside oh, nice. eating there. Kevin That's Byard, awesome. I would notice just because mm-hmm. those are people I've had FaceTime with. Right. Yeah. Being on Sports Talk Radio. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, where do you, do you guys just stay at the St. Thomas Sports Park? Maybe. Do they just go work to do. fly down to Franklin, go to their house, and then fly back? You know, that is a good point that you say that because I have seen, I've seen um, whether it's, um, I don't know, just some high profile, like musical artists out and about. And the cool thing about that is that nobody bothers them or bugs no. them. Yeah, you don't Amazing. say it. One of my friends saw Tom Hanks. Oh, wow. He apparently has a house here. He has a house down what? in Franklin. She saw him at a bookstore in Green Hills and. Well, that's why I've, that's I think right. I, about their I've business. heard country music artists and, and other artists like Nashville for that fact yeah. that they don't get bothered. I, that kind of surprises me, though, based on all like the pedal taverns and those big yes. hop on, hop off buses. I'm like, there are plenty of tourists here there are. that will approach you, but they don't apparently. No, I but mean, I don't know. Because I've heard that a lot. I would think that they're on the road most of the time the tourists are in town. So maybe like Sunday through Wednesday when they're more in town, they go to Kroger. They... Yeah. Go to the bar. They go to the mall. I mean, they have to run their normal errands. They're normal people. Um, Emily, we kind of referenced this earlier with our Lady in a Bellum story. But have you had that like Nashville moment yet? Like we live in a town that is surrounded, known for music, country music. Um, I feel like anywhere you turn, you can like run into Tom Hanks at at the Green Hills bookstore um, or see, um, I, I don't know, Tim and Faith at, at a high school game cheering on their kids. Have you had one of those moments yet or like pinched yourself like this is actually my life? That's kind of weird. I saw Taylor Swift oh my at God. a concert. <laughs> <laughs> not hers. Right, not her. <laughs> no, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I've watched her perform. I <laughs> yeah. saw her live. No, um, I was at, and it was it was a weird like concert thing. So I don't know if you remember the old show Crossroads. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, where they used to do the, 
country music artist uh-huh. and then yeah, there's like a regular CMT. pop artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it was Keith Urban and John Mayer. And oh, it was oh, yes. back when she was dating John Mayer. And so we were part of like the crowd that just kind of it was weird. They had to be like dance or sway. And was so that, we just like swayed. Was dance. that when it was still down at the factory in Franklin? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. It was oh, really cool. But we were like a live geez. studio audience and they just and like Taylor came to support her man. And so and it was weird because I think we were all obviously supposed to be focused on the act. Right. So and many. You see the me biggest and a pop bunch of, star in the world around the corner. Exactly. Like. And we were like watching her and she was part of the audience too. So she had to do her weird little like her awkward little dance. Oh she God. is just yeah. as awkward as <sighs> everyone has made her up to be. Oh my God. Don't but tell I, but I felt that. bad. Well, I met her. Don't fret me. I met <laughs> no, her. There's nothing wrong with awkward. Were, she embraces it. She I, owns it. I would not like her if she wasn't as awkward as I thought she was. Like yeah. I am huge stand stood outside on concrete for nine hours in heels. Okay. To get a tiny selfie with her whenever she popped up at the draft. You got it, right? I was there. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I was number nine person oh, yeah, there. yeah, with line. Robin Roberts. I was there, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's her LinkedIn awesome. profile picture, actually. I should Taylor's make <laughs> it that. Maybe that would give me some more clout. Yeah, look Robin at my friend now. Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Wish me and Tay. It is my Twitter picture. Yeah. Um, so one of my first, uh, I think, like, oh, my gosh, this like this would only happen in Nashville moments was I had just started working over at WSM AM, which is the station that um, carries the Grand Ole Opry. And it was little Jimmy Dickens. He's a um, classic country artist, very famous classic country artist. He had just passed away. He was an Opry member. And so everyone over there like was, they they were like family. And so when he passed away, they had his memorial service um, at the Grand Ole Opry. And I remember my coworkers were like, no, 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 we're all going. Like that's, we're a family and you're not part of the family. This was my second week on the job, kind of to your point with the whole Pat Summit story. This is my second week on the job. And so they go, we go over to the Grand Ole Opry. And that was my first experience being at the Opry. When we did like my orientation, we just went in like a, uh, there was like a little side building and that's where in the basement was where my orientation was. But so we show up on the day and we have to take Merle Haggard's son, Noel, from uh, Noel, Haggard. Noel Haggard, Noel Lee Haggard. We had to take him because Merle was living out in California and he was too sick to go. Um, couldn't make the the travel or anything to pay homage. But um, one of my coworkers is really good friends with Merle or was re- very good friends with Merle. So his son came in his place. And so we took we took Noel with us. And there we were sitting. I was sitting next to Merle Haggard's son. Brad Paisley is on stage kind of giving like a, a testament because they were yeah, very, sure. very good friends. Carrie Underwood was sitting in front of me. Directly next to her was Vince Gill. The entire cast of Nashville, um, the TV oh show, was sitting God, up to my Connie right. Oh, my God. Britain would bring me to tears. And I was just like, this was three months after I moved here. And I was like, oh, my God. Where so this I? is what everybody this is this is what everyone says like it's just Nashville that's yeah. just kind of how it goes. I forgot about Brad Paisley and Vince Gill. I see them yes. at Belmont basketball games all the time. Oh, yes, <laughs> they're like, really? yeah. yeah, they're like the biggest fans of, of Belmont basketball. <laughs> and one of the guys from Nashville, I can't remember him. I only remember him as the guy that was also he made like a small cameo in the office. Is it Charles? Oh, I'll, Chip I'll, I'll, I'll bet it was Chip. Yeah, Charles Chip. Easton. Chip. Yes. Yeah, Chip. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Easton. when yeah. he was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. I have I seen the clip that of show. that. Yeah. Yeah. He, oh, my God. He was very funny. I didn't put two and two together until he Wait. was. Yeah. What? Did you get to see Hayden Panettiere? No, she wasn't there. No, <sighs> there were like, it was. Sam. You're like racking your brain for all well, the cast I'm members. Like, remember <laughs> the Titans when she does the kick and it's mm-hmm. just. 
Yeah, cinematic no. glory. I'm sorry. When I say all of the cast, I mean like a, a select members of the cast were there. The most important. The ones, most besides important. Hayden. Yes, I didn't get to see Hayden. Okay. But um, yeah. So okay. So speaking of music, what are you bumping right now? What are you? You're turning on your Spotify and me right now. I'm I'm kicking Lady Annabelle because that album <laughs> is going to be absolutely amazing. I'm just gearing up for it. What do like? What do you What do you listen to? Are you a country music fan because we're in Nashville? Like, I don't know, because if I say are? no, then I'm just going to... No, hey, no shame. Support me from this town. No, you like what you like. No, I'm just really into, like, in podcasts and not a whole lot of... And I listen to this station. I listen to 104.5. I do listen <laughs> to sports do a whole talk of, radio a lot more than I'd like to admit. Like, yeah. when I'm at my desk, I mean, they're listening to the local in Nashville, the local in Jacksonville, just seeing what they're doing post-games. But then I put on Lizzo. I was just going to say, okay. I'm going to pull up my Spotify. See, I'm kind of sick of Lizzo because I live in the Gulch and so ooh, many times those party barges you. will come yeah. by. Well, I got, and they're all like I chanting would. it. I got like such Tuesday a nights. kick. Hurts. I got such a kick out of your tweet, Emily, that said, now that the NFL season was starting, what was starting, you're like, I'm going to think of Lizzo's song every single time they talk about the Minnesota oh Vikings. Oh my gosh. I every time I, I type too. it out. Yes, every I single too. time. I can't just say Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings. I'm like, actually looking like for a Vikings jersey. Okay. If you know of anyone that might be a Vikings fan, I'm going to her concert. Um, uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Okay, how many Nashville. times have you gone to a Lizzo concert? <laughs> only my second. Time. I thought this was her third one. No, I would the, love to see her in she, person. I it, heard her concerts are it incredible. Was, I went to one over summer, and it was so refreshing to go to a non-country concert in yeah. Nashville because I love country we have music. Those. But my God, is it everywhere, anywhere, all the time? So it was very refreshing to see something non-country here, which I know they come all the time, but I don't yeah. always get the opportunity to go. I saw. Third Eye Blind, that was the last concert I went to at the, um, Ascend. That I would have been cool. Awesome. to see that concert. I love Third Eye Blind. Didn't they just come out with a new album like last year or two years ago or something like I that? I think so. That sounds right. I, Fairly I, recent. Yeah. my I love the um, uh, was Jumper, right? That's yes. The, that's, that's one of my Won't favorites. You just have yes. <laughs> very mainstream, of course. <laughs> so basic of me Classic. to say that. Yeah. yeah, but that's like their most famous. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, okay. The last concert I went to was... I'm pretty sure, if we're not counting Bonnaroo, because I did go to Bonnaroo. That's just like a whole lot of concerts. That's a lot all of concerts. Once. Yeah, it's it was like a, a lot all show. at one time. Uh, Tame Impala at the at Ascend. Tame Impala, yeah. they. Um, uh, Is that one name? Yeah, it, it, no, it's two names. It's two names. They have this, they've got some pretty trippy music. And it, I went with a bunch of friends, and I probably wouldn't have gone if it wasn't with the group that I was with. But Rihanna, off of her anti album, or anti, anti, I think it's anti. I go anti. I say anti, so. Well, <laughs> um, she actually samples one of his songs. He, the main guy, oh, I forget, I forget what his name is. Um, but the main guy is like a, an amazing producer. Um, he has written with, gosh, he was just in a documentary with somebody that you wouldn't like. He, I'm pretty sure he's written with like Justin Timberlake and Beyonce. Um, Sia. I mean, they, yeah, he's, wow. and, and you listen to his music and you're not, it's very like eclectic type they've got like their the lights are like the coolest part of the show uh but yeah that was my most recent one that i went to did y'all see are you an NSYNC or a backstreet boys fan emily can i be both Is yes okay? i okay. think that you can be both and i, I hate know it. it i hate I that people we don't pit women against no, each other why are we pitting men against each other <laughs> it's 2019 <laughs> point. Exactly. but did y'all well see said. NSYNC on instagram earlier this week put up some what looked like new album artwork and it why? said 10 22 19 on it as if something was dropping the next day and it was updated merch 
Okay, who is who? Who is why do you these need accounts? updated? Who's running these accounts? Yeah. When was the last time they had music? That sounds like a response to like Backstreet Boys. Be like, we're still relevant. We're still here. Don't forget about us. That's exactly what I think. Like, no, unless this is just like a ploy. Like, yes, let's make them mad and then give them music. But I just don't see that happening. I don't see NSYNC doing it. I think Justin's got a lot on his hands. Yeah. Um, I also think it's very important to point out really quick. Avery and I did not plan to wear matching outfits today, but we are. We're both wearing blue jeans and a black long sleeve shirt. Then Emily shows up for for our <laughs> podcast, and d- d- we were all on the same wavelength. She is also wearing a black shirt and jeans. I'm so glad we're that we're all rocking. Brett, what are you wearing? I can't see you through the computers. <laughs> not Golf a black shirt, shirt and shorts. I'm the only one. Which one of these is not like the others? <laughs> this guy. You know, I almost wore that so. I'm glad yeah. I, I, I did. I, my yeah. golf polos are dirty. Yeah. I'll have to wash them right next now. time. Um, Emily, what do you tell young girls that are kind of going through the same type of upbringing that, that, um, that you went through, I guess? Um, not that you didn't want, not that you didn't want to end up here in sports broadcast, but your path kind of took a little bit of a, a turn, but then you ended up where exactly where you're supposed to be. What do you tell young girls who are like, I, I don't know what I want to do, or I know that this is what I want to do? Yes. Don't be that second girl. <laughs> say yes to everything. I mean, you, you never, you never know. And I always say at the very least, if you take this really terrible job that you're miserable at, at the very least you learn, I don't like that. That's something that I don't like. You can cross that off your list. So you learn something from every single opportunity. And my like favorite quote of all time, Steve Jobs, is you can't connect the dots looking backwards. You never know how your life is going to plan out, where you're supposed to go. Everybody's like, where do you see yourself in five years? What's your dream job? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to see kind of where the wind takes me and, and say yes to things that I'm interested in, say yes to things that intrigue me, that get me excited. Um, I think once you do further along your career, then you're able to say no more. But at the beginning, um, try anything. I mean, you might be awful at something. Then you learn, all right, that's not for me. Um, but this is the time when you, you're supposed to be doing everything, especially in college. Is You're just supposed to sign up for all the clubs and sign up to do sideline for a volleyball game, even if you've never watched a volleyball game <laughs> in your life. I mean, to just do do everything. Get as much experience as you can. Start crossing things off your list of things you don't like. Because um, I think the scariest part about this job is it can lead to so many different things. But if you pigeonhole yourself into, I need to get to this place, um, everybody's story is different and how they got there. So don't be afraid to say yes to something that might be radio, even if you want to be on TV. I mean, it, our job is writing and speaking. That's what your job is. You guys have notes. You have every, everything written out and planned. It's the same thing, same process as I do when I go on TV. There's just not a camera in my face. That's why I'm having way more fun. (laughs) (laughs) You are not scripted down to 60 seconds. No, I get more than 60 seconds. You can say whatever you want. Arby can edit it out. It's the beauty of a podcast. It's not live. (laughs) Perfect. Love it. Um, Avery, I mean, do you have anything else for our guest? Vols predictions (laughs) end of the year. Do you think they win a game? For the rest of the year? For the rest of the year. Do you think they win a game? Um, Do you think they beat Vanderbilt? Let's do that. Since you work in Nashville, you have homes in both towns, went to college here. Who do you think wins Vanderbilt, UT, Thanksgiving weekend? I think a lot of that is contingent on who's playing quarterback for the Vols. If Brian Maurer is back out there and feeling good, then I've got to take the Vols. They're just the difference between 
the Vols in Vanderbilt until this weekend, it seemed. Um, Vanderbilt all of a sudden decided to be a good defense. Brittany's a Missouri fi- fan, go to the so third. we all enjoyed oh, I'm that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. My, my whole in-laws are Mizzou fans, so they yeah. were all yes. very upset. They yeah. came into town for it, had a, had a big weekend, and then just left Sadly. so upset so. It, it was <laughs> I feel you. one of the most embarrassing moments of my life I think because I had brought my boyfriend to the game who is a UT fan mm-hmm. um, and I was all excited oh, I, I made him he... wear a black shirt he was like I'm gonna wear Vols I'm like no 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 I just want you to wear a black shirt please like just mm-hmm. just like love me for don't, a moment don't rip <laughs> another team in the same side of your conference at a different game that um, they're not playing at yeah. like just wear white right so he um, I was like you'll blend right in no one will know whether you like Mizzou whether you like Vanderbilt and of course we get there and I'm all excited. The end of the first quarter, no score. End of the first half, it's seven fourteen. We are down, and we are just playing absolutely terrible. It yeah. like our passing game just totally disappeared. Um, we and had an wait- incredible quarterback. Oh my, yeah, with the am- <laughs> usual great, yeah, w- uh, everything that you would have expected to see. Like I was so excited to see it live. Like mm-hmm. I was so excited to see Kelly Bryant here, right in front of me. We finally have him on Mizzou's team, and then of course all the penalties that we have, which was the third worst in the last decade, like the third most penalties we've yeah. ever had. Yeah, absolutely awful. I'm I'm going on a rant about. That's it, the thing though. is, <laughs> I think it was more an indictment on Missouri just having a bad day. Um, totally because yeah, as far as watching was... like Vanderbilt week to week. You're not necessarily getting worse, but you don't see a lot of improvement. You just see Derek Mason like pulling the third string quarterback out of nowhere and he happens to perform well. You see them trying to do some different things defensively and finally hold the team to a reasonable amount of points. Um, but with the Vols, you do kind of see them getting better every week. And so that's what makes yeah. me feel good about that final week matchup is that if Tennessee continues to go on the trajectory that they're going on, they should be better by then. Hopefully. We'll right. see. Heard it here first. It'll Balls be a grudge match, though. No, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> uh, Emily Proud, sports anchor and reporter for WKRN News Channel 2 here in Nashville, has been our in-studio guest. Emily, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us for, for the afternoon. Thank you for having me. This is fun. We'll have to have thanks you for like matching we'll with have us. To, uh, oh, yeah. Thanks for matching with us. We'll have to have Can you back. To next I know. At the yes. end of the season to see if your predictions came true. We'll see. Um, and thank you for listening to this week's episode of Step One Learn Sports. New episodes coming every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcast, 1045thezone.com. However, we are off next week. That's Ew. right. I'm going across the pond. I will be in London and Ireland for the week. So Brittany decided. And RB and myself decided that we are going to take a break. Yeah. I cannot make that time difference work. No, and, and Arby's and I were just like, that's way too much to, too, way too much weight on our backs. We can't carry right. that. I really carry the team and I didn't want True. them to have to carry yes. the team. I about so had a panic attack. I'm taking a vacation to give them a break, not to enjoy myself. Yes. But in the meantime, listen to any of the past episodes. You can subscribe, rate, review. We love hearing everything that you have to say about the podcast, the episodes. We love hearing from the people who listen to us. So we will. We'll see you then the following week in November. Two weeks from today. Two weeks from today. Thank you. Bye.